friend is a buddy that you love. We bring him on the show to teach us some stuff. And when the show comes to an end, if anyone asks, you must contend. Jason and Kelsey have friends. Jason and Kelsey have friends. All right, welcome to Jason and Kelsey have friends. I'm Jason. And I'm Kelsey. And we are two Bay Area Asians learning from our friends. That was great. That, that was felt great. good. Th- did it feel good? Yeah. Shaking off that rust. But yeah, there ain't no rust to shake off, is there? Yeah. I think it's nice because we have a uh, few more people in the audience than yeah. normal. And that really just fuels me. Sorry, really quick. Hi, mom. <laughs> no, no, not in the listening audience, like in the room. Oh, continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? I'm excellent, as always. You yeah. just, you just pounded through some Sour Patch Kids, so you I are... I ate a bunch of candy. You are performance ready enhanced. to go. Let's just yes. say that. Yes. P-E-C. Performance enhancing candy. Got it. All right. Um, <laughs> what what did you learn this week? Uh, I learned... Uh, I don't know if folks uh, remember uh, back in the day, because I'm speaking from the past. From the past! But uh, there were some issues with Xfinity this week. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, that happened to me. Yes. So I had some yeah. problems with my cable provider. And so I was oddly rat-holing into internet speeds in the U.S. versus the rest of the world. And so... That's the first thing you did yes, after you the, got internet back is... the first thing I did. <laughs> Why do I even wait for internet? My phone has data. Oh, I see, I see, I see. So wow. I decided to jump in and see... I'm assuming the U.S. has the best internet speeds in all of the world. No, there's to, no way. There's no way we have to, the best... I know we don't have the okay, best internet speeds. I would love to ask you... In the placement of all the countries in the world, where do you think the U.S. places in terms of the of the internet speeds download and upload? At least like twentieth. Oh damn, that's a pretty good guess. Yeah, <laughs> that is a, that is legitimately a pretty good guess. Damn. Wow. Okay. Um, Follow up question to you, then, uh-huh. Mr. Smarty Pants. What is the number one country with the fastest internet speeds download and upload? Oh man, I I don't know the answer to that. Okay, I'm gonna say Germany. Oof. Actually, close. Geographically close, but wrong. Uh, oh, okay. But to to give you just answers, yes. according to fastmetrics.com, uh-huh. uh, U.S. internet speeds is 13th oh, Okay, 55 megabytes per second uh-huh. download, 10 megabytes per second upload. Number one, and this is just based ranked on downloads, is Liechtenstein. Oh, that would have been my second guess. Right. Well, Germany Germany's pretty close yeah. to Liechtenstein. Uh, they have 199 megabits per second and 39 megabits per second upload. Second place, Hong Kong. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're very small places that have very fast internet. So, Oh, okay. I can see that. It's because it's easier probably to build out a, yeah, a robust like, network. I bet you like half of a data center could probably support. You know, For the whole place. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Because there's like four people on Liechtenstein. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So that's what I learned. That's pretty interesting. 13th yeah. place. It's higher than I thought. Look out, world. The technological might of the US is the 13th best. We're not like the first best at many things. Oh. At, at most things, actually. Yeah. Tell that to freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure we're also not best. Are we not? Like, are we not? And like the world's freedom index. Yeah, I don't what know. Do, what I don't do, know if we're number one. What are we like, two? <laughs> Maybe. Okay, cool. Just want to make sure we're in the top five. Uh, it's a stretch. There's yeah. some problems if we're not in the top five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's what I learned this week. Yes. Awesome. Um, what about you? What did you learn this week? I learned about something called parahawking. Made up word, but go ahead. It's real. So parahawking. Are you familiar? You're familiar with paragliding? 
Yes. Yeah. So para hawking is the combination of the sport of paragliding with falconry. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. That makes less sense. To what have I originally thought? I thought you were going to say paragliding and Tony Hawk. No, 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 no. This is uh, basically the idea. The, the person who came up with this idea went paragliding once, I guess, and like was observing some raptors flying around nearby and As then was we... like, wouldn't it be cool to be able to do this with the birds? And then that way they can help us like guide us towards thermals so that our paragliding experience is, you know, longer and more robust and it's more guide thrilling. It, guide yeah. us towards thermals. So you do go paragliding. Because when I go paragliding, as I am wont to do, <laughs> I, know, I also think these thoughts. <laughs> I have been paragliding before. Have you really? Yeah, yeah, I have. Well, look at um, you, Mr. Adventure. You yeah, it's probably a, the only adventurous thing I've ever done in my life. You were giving me a bunch of stuff about, <laughs> oh, you've got bungee jumping? Oh, that's crazy. Oh, my gosh. I guess that's true. Um, but yeah, I've been paragliding. And yeah, thermals basically are pockets of, I believe it's pockets of warm air that rise. And then birds and, and other things can kind of float better oh, and glide better on, on oh, these pockets of air. So uh, parahawking, they basically fly with these birds. That's cool. And then kind of follow them around. I see. Do yeah. they have the glove? And then the, the falcon will like... No, from what I've the seen, they'll, they, because a lot of times paragliding, you'll do it in tandem. So you'll like bring somebody yeah, um, and yeah, then yeah. they have like a selfie stick or something to kind of like document the experience. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes the birds will like land on the selfie stick. Oh, that's cool. Just to like chill out for yeah, a bit. Yeah yeah. 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 I mean, when I go, it's a good time. Yeah. When I go paragliding in, in duos, I also do the things it's, you listed. <laughs> it's okay that you've never paraglided. Don't it's, say that. Really Don't say that. It's a huge deal. <laughs> I learned about thermals this week too. Well, that's very good. You taught me. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But um, thermals also. This I'm probably going to cut this part because this is unnecessary. But have you ever read the Animorphs series? I of have books? read the Animorphs series. Wait, yes. then you must know what a thermal is. They talk about it all the time. I'm sorry. Are you asking? Do I remember? <laughs> do you remember? Do you There's remember? Like, hey, do you remember when you were eight and you read that one book? It's about, not one book. It's a whole series of books. I understand that. And I one don't. of the main four characters, his name is Tobias. He like always animorphs into a hawk. Or uh, I think it's a hawk. Red tail, red tail hawk. Why are you looking around like anyone else would know this? You, know, like, Tobias, you guys know this, right? right? No. No one knows. No one knows, no okay, one knows interesting. this. All right, well. Hey, you remember Tobias, that <laughs> random ass character that nailed the... Na Nailed the landing, Jason. I believe in you. I believe <laughs> Anyways, in you. Anyways, Tobias in the books, when he describes himself flying around, he's like always riding the thermals and he's like looking for thermals. Last question on this topic. Yes, Did please. you just read Animorphs last week? No, no, no. I haven't touched the book since like elementary Your school. memory is insane because I couldn't tell you a book I read a Kelsey, month ago. Reading is power. Apparently it is. <laughs> All right. Just remember wow. that. <laughs> All right. Um, so I guess speaking of power, power, full couple of people <laughs> nailed it. Very good. We got, we got a duo here today. Yeah. This is really exciting. This is the second time we've done this. Uh, first time it went Ooh. so well that we decided to try it again. So let me introduce these folks. Uh, he was a global alliances manager at AWS a material science engineering graduate from the University of Pennsylvania and a master of material science from the University of Pennsylvania. A father of two, he is very good at basketball and tennis, but mainly he is great at the viola. And unlike Kelsey, he can do a Murph. All right, she is an orthodontist in Cupertino 
and Fremont, a microbiology graduate from UC Davis, and a graduate graduate from Tufts University. A huge fan of family, and by that I mean the Fast and Furious film franchise. An expert in skincare and pie, she spent her formative years singing in the Bay Area's premier all-Asian children's choir. She bruises easily, but she's tough as nails. Please welcome to the podcast, it's Janice and Scott! What's a Murph? What is a Murph? Wait, I would you guys don't know that. what a Murph is? Wait, Scott, I put that in there for you. Isn't isn't the Murph the thing that you do where it's like you run a mile and then you like do a million of pull-ups oh, and a 400,000 oh, sit-ups and... The Murph um, challenge. Yeah, oh, the, the okay. Murph challenge. Oh, you do a million? Wow. <laughs> it's not exactly That's crazy. It's like, it's it's a lot of things and you can do it, which is... It's not an easy task to complete, and Kelsey definitely can. It definitely sounds very difficult for it's, something I've never sucks. heard of before. <laughs> wow. It's, it sucks. Just look it up, the Murph Challenge. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, this is lovely. Scott and Janice. Both of you. Thanks for having us. <laughs> <laughs> it's especially nice to have Janice here because it, it took a lot of coaxing. Great. To, to get her to come. But, Great. Um, Janice, is, Janice and Scott are both like very old and dear friends of mine. So oh, I'm, I'm pretty excited uh, that they're uh, here. Cool. Um, but to, to, to kick things off, Janice and Scott, um, how do you guys know Jason? I, uh, let's start with Scott. How do you know Jason? And then Janice, why don't you follow up and fill in the gaps? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the actual day we met. Uh, it, I'm pretty sure it was middle school. Was it a Tuesday? At some point. It was probably a Thursday. Ah. Okay. Um, but Jason and I have been through... A lot together, middle school, high school, college, mm-hmm. CYS orchestra. Oof. Oof. You should have led with CYS orchestra. Yeah, that's where it, that's where that's where at. it goes down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Scott, Scott and I have uh, we've done a lot of things together. Yeah. The earliest memory I have of Scott, I don't know if we actually met, but the earliest memory I have of Scott is actually in elementary school when we when we were in little league, mm-hmm. and Scott wasn't on my team, but Scott was kind of like a known thing. Oh, yeah. Because he was just so much taller and oh. bigger than everybody else. Yeah. And he like... Was doing the Murph challenge at... Basically, but it's just like he had a huge bat. Like he was just crushing balls. <laughs> so just yeah, like... They were talking about you like this? Yeah. Oh. Wait, what? Yeah, Scott. Oh. Scott. Sorry, sorry. You're basing this all on the size of the bat that he was no, using? No, 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 not no. Like, no, no, no. Just like metaphorical huge bat. And that like he was he was very good at playing baseball. But I see. Yeah. I, I also was very large back in the I day see. so there was a lot of momentum there i see uh, <laughs> so you were you were hitting the ball much more proficiently than yeah, the yeah. Other he was like hitting he was like team. crushing homers and stuff so yeah when, wow. when the rest of us were kind of just like small I, little shrimps and it was just like on that team over there that we're about to play there's yeah. this giant wow yeah, okay. and that was scott so that's one of my earliest memories of him is is look at that massive person He's a beast there. yeah okay yeah that's a, that's a, but just to be clear it wasn't muscle mass it was just mass because I was, let's clar- let's I was very large. Let's but clarify that, for that is all- not what registered in my childhood mind. Let's clarify you know? this for all the people who are wondering what kind of mass is Jason talking about. It was just mass. <laughs> Regular mass. Cool. Like right. force equals mass acceleration mass. It's like Good. Stellar. You no. just want to throw that in there. I did want yeah. to throw that in there because as we queue up our next guest... She is very sciencey, apparently. So, Janice. Well, I don't know Jason from science, but we met in middle school. I moved oh. to Saratoga from Fremont. So, we met sometime in middle school. 
And we were also in choir together. Mm-hmm. So we spent our Sundays suffering, but also singing beautiful songs. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> and um, Jason was like the star of choir. Wow. Um, and I was a uh, lip syncer. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> Just exposing myself here. I wasn't a good singer, but um, we did choir together until we graduated high school. Okay, so awesome. you're not good at singing, but you no. did choir for six years yes. conservatively? Oh, I think I did it since uh, first grade. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This choir was kind of the real deal. Yeah. 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 I guess, counterpoint to Jason, did you know that this is what people were talking to you about when you were just crushing notes? You were the Scott Zhuang of singing. choir? <laughs> he knows. <laughs> wow. Did people Do say that? Know? Like. No. Did you, but did you know that people thought like you had just legacy of singing well in middle school? Uh, No, it wasn't because I was good at singing. I was just, I just really enjoyed it. So I I didn't think of it as much as suffering. So maybe the teachers (laughs) liked me a little bit more than they liked Janice. (laughs) Janice. She's a very beloved um, student. The words you're using, you're like, like a star beloved (laughs) student. Yeah, all these great words yeah. to describe them. So kind. Wow. Look at it. Look it's at, true. I feel the ego yeah. just building up. This is great. But unfortunately, <laughs> we're not here to talk about crushing baseballs and choir studs. We're uh, we're here to talk about a different topic because I think both Janice and Scott, you guys are huge fans of uh, F one racing. Yeah. Formula One racing. Formula One. These two are constantly talking about this this topic. Yeah. I think they both got into it in kind of different ways. That's why I thought this pairing would be cool. I'm fascinated. Yeah. So So uh, what is F1? That's the first question because Kelsey and I actually don't. Yes, Scott, please. (laughs) (laughs) Just for people who don't know, Janice immediately pushed the mic to Scott. (laughs) She said, you do it. So Formula One is a world racing series uh it's kind of known to be the top level of, of motor racing it's open wheel open cockpit tons of money is involved in it and currently there are 20 drivers 10 teams and they travel to 20 countries a year 18 countries a year across like eight months something like that they race like every other weekend. Wow. Is Wait. This, okay, go ahead, Kelsey. I, Scott just dropped. That a was lot a really that, that was, was a really good like definition, is, but I got questions. There yeah. is a lot to unpack here because I didn't realize it was so small that there was only you said twenty drivers mm-hmm. that are supported by ten teams. Yeah. So each team has two drivers. Wow. Each team has two cars. And so are these teams like? Could I just put an F one team together? <laughs> like I'm assuming there is some type of. In theory, you could. Okay, great. Because I'm going would, to. But you would require like a ridiculous amount of money. Great. Got, uh, <laughs> done. Got it. Nice. Next, what's up? What else is required? I actually think that's probably the main requirement. There's an entry fee into it too. Oh, okay. So beyond just like having the engineers to build your car and oh. the drivers and the support staff oh, okay. and the buildings and all that stuff. You also have to pay. It's called the FIA. The, I don't know what it stands for. Uh, it's the regulating body of Formula One and other racing series. Oh, okay. You have to pay them like a bunch of money to get into Dang. this. Oh, so, okay. So it's different than like the NBA where y- you can't just start a team if you have money. But in F1, if you have the money, you can create a team and then you just sign up and you're in the race. Yes. I think they max. There's a max number of teams that that can be allowed but we're not at the max today i think it's what's thir- the max i think it's 13 or 14 oh so kelsey um, you still have time where are these <laughs> numbers coming from like is it just sorry we only have 13 
bots no or? it's i think it's they don't want too many cars on on the track on the track on the oh grid. oh i see okay yeah that makes sense so the max number of cars each team only gets two uh-huh I, I believe back in the day there was a period where each team had three cars and then oh. they, they got too crazy so they cut it out to is, down to so two. is there a reason why each team has two cars like does the team win based on like a cumulative score or is there just two cars in case one car doesn't make it to the end or is it like paragliding rolls <laughs> no they raced they raced at the same time there's two championships going on during a season it's called the constructors so the team championship and then the individual driver championship oh are the races the same? Because it sounded like it's a series of races, not just one. Uh, what do you mean? Like you said that they raced in twenty different locales, oh, right? Yeah. So, so it's, every track's different, and every country is different. So and is it cumulative points that like if you yeah. win, and then whoever wins the most after the twenty races is is deemed the, the, the winner. The winner, yeah. Oh, and it's also one of the only sports where what place you you are in the team in the team championship determines how much money you get as prize money. That's cool. I see. Yeah. Okay. Janice, any uh, like all all new? Are you learning as well? I think uh, some of the stuff I didn't know, but yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Super straightforward. There's like there's not that there's not much that you have to know before like you get into it because it's very it's like very simple. Like again, like tw- yeah. twenty drivers, only ten teams. That's easy to get. It's into. It's easy to get into. Like Got you it. don't have to remember all these people. Like yeah. different sports. NBA I have I can't follow there's so many athletes yeah right uh-huh. so I, I had a question about um earlier Scott when you just described it, you said it was open wheel open cockpit racing so like what why like is that important distinction like it does that make it more interesting um or? I don't think it's and I mean, it's just, it just describes how the cars are designed and stuff. Um, oh, okay. Because there are others that are open wheel, but the cockpit's closed, like like the drivers enclosed in a yeah yeah, yeah you yeah. know plexiglass or whatever it is. And then there's like NASCAR where it looks like a car. It's all closed, right? Yeah. And then Formula One just it's just open. But it's single. Everything. It's a single single seat. driver, right? Yeah. Like it's you would never drive like a a car like in NASCAR for F1. Like you can't make that comparison between NASCAR and F1. Like, no, no, it's. The cars are designed to do very, very different things. Okay. It, who's which one's faster? If you guys know, uh, depends on the definition of fast. Straight line speed Formula One actually is not the fastest. Really? Um, but but when it comes to turning and cornering, it's it's by far the fastest. Whoa. Okay, I didn't know that. I assumed hmm. that F one was fastest even on like a straight. Shot well, track. it's because to achieve the fastest cornering speed, mm-hmm. you're increasing aerodynamic drag on your car. Right. Which means you can't go as fast in a straight line. Right. Because the drag is holding you back. Oh, uh, interesting. Okay, I always assume because I science. Well, I, well, I I watched Talladega Nights, the oh, Ricky Bobby. So and you I did remember for this. I rem- yes, I did <laughs> extensively. I prepared for this fourteen years ago when I watched it. Oh, I see. Um, but I remember that they they were mentioning that F one. I thought F one racers were like faster in some ways. And I assume too, because they like they look smaller and more like compact. So I assume they'd be like they, less weight. It looks faster to to a layman. Yes. Yeah, it, it looks faster. Right. Cause the cars, but not to you, because you're not a layman. No, no, I was grouping myself oh, into the category of a layman. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. So, that, I, I don't know if you have any other questions. I wanted to actually ask why, how each of you individually got into it. Cause yeah, I sus- that's a good next question. I suspect that it is for very similar reasons. Sarcasm. Janice, why did you get into F1? Or how did you? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a relatively new fan of F1. Uh So when the um, pandemic hit, it was just a lot of boredom happening. Uh 
And um, one of my best friends, she actually got into it first and she would just like constantly talk about it to the point where like I couldn't not call her on the phone without her talking about it. So I was like, I guess I'll have to try to get into this too. Uh, what would she so, talk to you about? Like, oh, did you see those sweet, sweet wheels? No, she. so she watched Drive to Survive, which is a Netflix docuseries okay. on it. Okay, okay. And then following that, she got really into it because, well, her brother, her twin brother is really into it. And uh-huh. then also, like myself, very into just like following the drivers oh like the storyline the storylines oh, yeah see. and like the bromances <laughs> that wow. are going on uh, between drivers and uh-huh. stuff like that and then so she would t- <laughs> she would literally talk to me about you know like did you see like this instagram post like that this oh. driver did or you know that oh, kind of wow. thing I, I have no idea who she's talking about so in order to just like sh- have another shared hobby with her i got into it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and you're like you're like in like, are you now independently well, like I like I will stay into it even? No, if Janice is so it. in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Janice will like wake up early in the morning or like stay up super late to watch these races live. Yeah, this is on because it's all over the it's world. All mostly in Europe, oh, and then only some would be kind of in our own time zone. Like today was in Brazil, so it was at nine a.m. Mm. But typically they're in Europe, and so it could be anywhere from Pacific time, like five i would say like four between four and seven i think that's probably the most common (laughs) and my friend's in hawaii so she's on a you know she's waking up at like 1 a.m 2 a.m watching these you don't have to wake up at 1 a.m 2 a.m you just stay up like 4 a.m you're definitely sleeping there's no way you are unless you're like but that's like the dedication of like an f1 fan i feel like which is interesting like you have to actually wake up at like as at least as an american you're waking up at a weird time yeah to enjoy a a motorsport how long yeah. does a race last it's only like two hours and it, they don't go on a it's like a track it's right? a track like, okay yeah but you'll watch for two hours and be like oh at minute 15 car four is ahead yeah i and, mean they don't say car number four they don't say yeah. car number four <laughs> use driver names oh they have names yeah these drivers <laughs> have names drivers have names yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought they wait were, so yeah yeah so y- when you watch it's like you're wrapped yeah Oh, interesting. You, and you have like, and Scott, we will, I have so many other questions. Yeah, Scott, I'm sure Scott's it. reasons for watching are completely different from my own. Oh, Scott, you did it because yeah. of Netflix series? No. So, so you are like into the, all the backstories and, and all the other stuff. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But does the racing, are you impressed with like the speeds in which they can achieve? Not to like the nitty gritty. Like I am not into like how fast miles per hour they're actually going, mm-hmm. but it's like very interesting to hear just during the races, even the commentators talking about how weather or something can affect a race and how it affects uh-huh. their team strategy, those types of things that like you never really would think about because, you, you know, when we're driving, we're just in our whatever sedan and it's all the same typically. Yeah. But when you're driving at high speeds like that, it makes a big difference or like tires and things like that. Oh, and I, I never see. thought about. So I guess that is kind of interesting, but I would never maybe Scott is into it more like, but I, I don't actually <laughs> yeah. know the different, like the, the real differences between like the tires and like what they're used for or anything like that. Or like the, the little nuances between the different tracks, like, cause hmm. each country has a, obviously each track is somewhat different, right? right. Built differently. Yeah. I have, I have no idea about any of those, yeah. but um, I guess it all plays a big role in their strategy. So I just listen like, the day of as opposed to like knowing anything before oh i see like yeah. you're not following like oh right. it's 
44 degrees in right. Buenos Aires. Looking at, looking at Buenos the Aires. Right. Right. Yeah. Or like this downhill is, you know, blah, 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 or this yeah, straight yeah. or whatever. There's oh. four yeah. pebbles on the road right now. Yeah. They check the pebble cam. Do they yeah. do? Pebble count? Yeah. Pebble count 2021. <laughs> They wow. actually do check. Get out. Wait, really? We're, because, <laughs> we're such idiots. Well, not, I knew that. <laughs> layman. Look at this layman over here. Not by pebbles, but like if there's any debris on the track, then there's safety oh, issues. Oh, right. Yes. The, the jetsam and the flotsam yeah. that's on the road. So if anything's on the track, they'll have to do, a, you know, what they call a safety car. So they slow down or all the, all the drivers are required to stay at a certain speed while you know, the stewards and things like that are cleaning up the track so it can Dang. be safe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Do they clean the track? And we're, we still have to get to Scott's yes. whole backstory, <laughs> but like, do they clean the track? Is it like a street sweeper sort of thing? Or do people have to run out there and like actually? Um, I think it's like a combination. Like they have wow. to be out there to do it. And then if the debris is like a lot, then yeah, they'll actually have oh. to like bring in gear to like actually like pick up a car. Like say the car... Oh, okay. crash. Yep, yep, like yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, just yeah. like to, pick to up a car. It. You have to have like machinery to do so. Wow. So it just depends what, on what happens. Do you think that's what the curling champions do on their off season? They sweep F one courses. <laughs> um I don't want do to be think? I don't want to be thought? disrespectful to all of the curling fans Not out at all. there. <laughs> Not at all. They can't be curling all the time. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't think all the F one drivers in the off season are driving Uber if this is like the comparison you're trying to make. I'm gonna <laughs> knock that question off of my list. But yes, yeah. <laughs> thank you for clarifying. Um that's I, I like the, the storylines actually is it compels me, but I feel like Scott were you driven by the storylines or were you driven more for something else? I could care less about the storylines. I see. <laughs> okay. oh, wow. I see. Stark so, difference. So, like, I don't think I've ever seen a single driver's, like, Instagram before. Uh-huh. Um, I barely even, well, I barely use Instagram, period. Um, or social media in general. Uh, I've never seen their stuff before. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just, I really like cars. Um, mm-hmm. I used to watch this British uh, car show called Top Gear, like religiously. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. And every once in a while, they bring in a Formula One driver to do this thing they call celebrity in a reasonably priced car. <laughs> and those and these guys <laughs> I can just that one. That, these I, guys just pop in like ridiculous lap times in these like really not great cars. Yeah. And then oh, that, like a Ford Taurus or something. Because like they're that. that good at driving. Because they're that good, and wow. they're just and they're just messing around too. That's oh, and cool. they're still popping in these crazy times. So it got me interested. And then I'm really into like car tech and stuff. Mm. So. Mercedes one year did this thing where they split their turbocharger up, which is, it was a very novel idea. And I started, I started looking into it and then I was like, oh, I'm going to watch a race. And then I didn't understand the race that much, but then I started watching all these YouTube videos about F1 and then, mm-hmm. and then I did watch the, ser- the, the, the Netflix, the Netflix series. Um, and then just kind of took snow- off snowball. Yeah. I took off. From I there. gotcha. Wow. Would you say that your master's in material science also drove to your passion for cars? It actually, I actually think mm. about, I actually think about these things because, you know, the materials I use are obviously it's a very important part yeah. of the car, right? And it yeah. leads to the ridiculous price of the cars as well. Is it like a hypercar? You think? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Throwback to another episode. Let's just say this: the front wing of the Formula One car uh-huh. can buy you close to a hypercar. Are you serious? Yeah, the thing that just they just break and throw away all the time. Like, yeah, they're like I think they're like two to three hundred thousand dollars each. Holy schnikers! Wow, wow, yeah. that's a lot of money. Yeah, and that's just for that. Like the steering wheel on the car is like eighty thousand dollars. Oh my god! Wow, <laughs> is that necessary? I think if it's like a high performance vehicle, it must well, because be right. everything's like handmade. Everything is because it's because it's 
like hypercard it's very low volume because it's like three right because um, it's only made for f1 like yeah. it's not like the wheels are used the steering wheels are used anywhere else right exactly oh, and like the front wings and stuff like that and they still have to invest in all the machinery and everything to build these things right. but it's only for you know two yeah two cars <laughs> the entire year plus wow. spare, plus spare parts so interesting very very different angles to be interested in f1 yeah. Uh, do you two talk about F1 together when you are in conversation? Sometimes. I mean, we sometimes text a little bit, like, hey, did you see that race? And then, but very rarely do I actually watch the race live. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. Interesting. Mo- mostly because of the kids. I right. Fair enough. You know, would rather sleep before they wake right. us up at 6 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Can you, can you, if you can, can you recreate like a text thread you guys have back and forth? That was like, did you see the race? <laughs> Bruh, I did. Right? Well, actually, yeah. yesterday we were texting. Jason was on this thread. But yeah, why I, is Jason on this thread? I actually got insight into how I these just, threads I go. I just found the, the, the most, my most recent thread had Janice on it. And yeah. Jason just happened to be on it. Oh, okay. And a race week is not just the race. There's practices. There's, Man. there's a thing called qualifying. Uh-huh. For this weekend, they did a thing called sprint qualifying as well which is like a mini race to uh-huh. ter- determine the order of the actual race. And they always do the qualifying before to, to get the order. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 To determine who starts. Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So yesterday was sprint qualifying and I, I watched it live. And so I texted her and I was like, dude, did you see it? Cause that was great. And then yeah. Chance was like, don't tell me about it until I watch it. <laughs> so you guys basically, when you watch it live, she's not watching it live. When she's watching it live, you're not watching yeah, it live. Pro- probably. Exactly. The question is Jason, how do you feel about, being on threads that you're not supposed to be on <laughs> it was a nice little like peek into their fandom i guess did and you did you respond at all no i did not <laughs> oh, okay. i had nothing to contribute yeah i didn't really understand what they were talking you about. didn't write like bruh b-r-u-h dot 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 that's not how i text how do you text mm. he doesn't Ooh. i don't <laughs> <laughs> that's actually shots very true <laughs> um yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, Janice, like, do you speak with Scott? Do you wish that you guys could watch the race together? Because I feel like you could coordinate this pretty easily. You're already texting each other quite frequently. I don't think we could watch a race together unless it was on our time zone. Well, because, again, like, you wake up at, like, 6 a.m., 5 a.m. to watch. Yeah. And I'm usually in bed watching it. I think that's also why I like it. Because I don't have to... <laughs> you know, like... I, it's a bed-based It's activity. a bed-based exercise. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, because I literally will set the alarm like five minutes. There's a whole thing that happens before the race starts. You know, there's like the national anthem, like all this stuff that happens before the actual race. I don't watch any of that. I just watch right when the race starts. So Mm. I set my alarm like five minutes before and then I turn on ESPN and then I just like kind of wake up to f1 nice yeah do you feel do you feel like pumped after are you like after 11 a.m after two hours of driving you're like i'm gonna go knock out i'm gonna go for a drive i usually go back to sleep (laughs) oh you're like just that emotionally drained at the end (laughs) yeah i usually go back to sleep but um yeah i think like also during covid i just wasn't sleeping well i think just like anxiety so i would wake up early and it's like what is there on yeah like it's, f1 oh interesting yeah and also i don't i don't work on sundays and that's when the races are and so it's like my day off also like every time like whereas other sports which i never got into is because like i feel like one there are too many games yeah there's too many people to keep track of yeah. and also the times it would be like a chunk of the day where i want to do something else right 
but with F1, it's this nice compound. Oh, that's it's true. Like nice, yeah. It's like a nice inconvenient time for everyone. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you don't feel like, like you're missing out right. on like real social it's activity. Like, boy, from <laughs> my schedule is packed from yeah. 12 midnight to 3 a.m., but that 3 a.m., 5 a.m. slot wide open. Yeah, exactly. So you fill it with so much with a sport. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Some fill it with sleep. Yeah. To each their Wait, own. so are all the races televised? Like this this yes, sport is that televised. big of a deal that it's Oh, yes. Wow. Is it ESPN? That ESPN carries does, it? Yeah, ESPN carries okay. it. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I think also it's nice about it is that it's an international sport. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask that. And they're all I don't know, they're all just like working together in this sport. I don't know, it's very cool. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Scott, do you have like a a favorite team? that you follow like is there like a team like do yeah you get- do people have a favorite team or they have a favorite driver because lots of people have both and it's not always the same i think it's typically the same unless that driver moves something changes teams oh that happens oh yeah that happens is that is it drama is that yes like a big it's deal? very drama filled Ooh, a lot of the times because a lot of times that. it's like some some hot shot guy decides to, to leave his team to go join another team well that then boots off one of the guys from that Oh. Going oh. to, and they got to figure out then he has to figure out where is he going to go and then it, right. they call it silly season because it's because uh. it because one guy will kick it off and then like everyone knows how to, like, a domino adapt, has to adapt to it oh my god i bet you there's like this wow, like, that's game wild. theory thing that they do yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the owner's like oh we think that, like that's when i'm the most interested yeah. you love silly, you love season? silly season that's your you live for silly season yeah. <laughs> Jazz is like, you guys, uh, maybe a little bit less racing, a little bit more of that silly season, <laughs> maybe? Well, I think that's why the, the docuseries is so important, because you normally don't see that kind of stuff during the season, unless you, like, watch Are the news it. and, like, or yeah. you're, you know, constantly looking at YouTube videos and stuff. Right. Uh, who is your team and who is your driver? Yeah, yeah, so or is this a controversial topic? No, I, I personally don't really have a team that I, like... L- well, I, I, I'm wearing something right now cause, just because it was on sale. Yeah, Scott's actually the first guest who uh, dressed up for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited yeah. for the picture later. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's very theme-based. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I like Mercedes. I also like Red Bull. I like for, I, I like most of the teams. There's only that one or two that I think are... Oh. Sorry, you Red must Bull. You must have a bias. I. Not really. Oh, wow. Okay. You, it's just a love of the sport. Yeah, there's, there's right. a couple of teams I don't like because I think some of their their past history and stuff like and or how they got there doesn't seem like the best use of resources yeah wow okay interesting janice similar question to you janice must have a favorite i don't think she has i I of course have favorite who's your favorite (laughs) um i really love lando norris who's with mclaren and carlos Sainz, who's with ferrari they used to be on the same team together and going back to the original reason why i got into it they have the most adorable bromance oh. that but, continues, even though they're not on the same team anymore. Yeah. But whoever did their social media when they were on the same team did a great job <laughs> just highlighting how great of teammates they are and like good friends and stuff. So I really like that. I can I continue to support both of them. Uh-huh. But I think McLaren as a team, I don't know, they're very accessible for whatever. I don't know. I just find them more accessible than, you know, a team like Mercedes or Ferrari something like that so so why did but i'm not you know i'm there for like the fun not like the serious you know (laughs) i think ferrari and mercedes are more like that because they're like the big names and like with all the money what do you mean by like approachable i think just as a team their vibe is more like 
young maybe less like stodgy or yeah stuck up like yeah. they're like the they're like the non-conformist like you know maybe their instagram accounts are just more like popping well lando is i think when you started getting into it he was what 19 or 18 years old and then carlos was 24 i think Oh, so, I see. so they were drivers. like actually younger. Yeah. yeah, they're obviously serious, but they're younger drivers. They they have more fun. Jeez. Um, Nineteen. Yeah. Some of these guys, there's like three or four drivers that are like. I was taking econ one. There's there's nineteen year olds without driver's licenses. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. He's nineteen years old. Is he like a wunderkit or what? No, uh, I mean there's like three or four of them that are that are like nineteen twenty. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And they all they they grow up in the the yeah. series, the, all the different because there's like feeder series, Formula Three, Formula Two. Oh, that feed into Formula One, and they like kind of grew up together. Oh, oh, so it's like a, it's almost like elite, like levels of the league. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like the minors versus the majors. Wait, so is that? I, I was going to ask this earlier when you said that during silly season, because there's this domino effect, then there's going to be a driver that might be like left out, mm-hmm. right? So, is there like a G League or like a minor league that they? go to or they just are out of a out of work a lot of them when they leave they'll go to like uh indycar which is the u.s based open oh. wheel but closed cockpit uh-huh they will go to that because it's like similar it's type similar. of racing uh-huh. but then yeah silly season will kick off because each of these teams will also have their feeder teams in formula two so they'll try to promote someone from within their, rather rather their, than taking someone team, else rather taking someone unless the other person that that's got left out is like it's like really very talented. good yeah. yeah what's the longevity because there's 20 spots period yeah <laughs> so like is the longevity like seven weeks is it because i and i know like i've heard lewis hamilton yeah. and it sounds like he's been around for at least the last year two years yeah <laughs> yeah is that a fair statement yeah. 2007 i sure think. yeah yeah that's, more, that's about two years yeah or so yeah. i said or so but <laughs> like he's locked up that spot right so how often do drivers turn over if that fit all i think it just depends on how good you are to be honest it's oh because it's like like in basketball the bronze and playing forever right right yeah. but then there are some there's NBA so players. many other spots like yeah true. Not just 20 people total play yeah. but, true, but, but there are a lot like, more people who play basketball yeah also it's uh, a it's a bigger pool how many uh, quickly just a quick poll how many people drive cars in this room well i think the question exactly. is how many people race cars in this room <laughs> on a race track i mean not fine track but i like to race the car next to me when i'm at a red light sometimes <laughs> um so is Formula One like the pinnacle of r- car racing period? So it's like if you play basketball, there's other leagues in other countries, but you want to generally try to aim for the NBA. So that's what all these other drivers are doing. Like a NASCAR driver would love for a chance to be in Formula One. Or, uh, they, or, or are they like pretty much considered different sports because the vehicles are so different? I think different? they're pretty different sports. And honestly, if you're a NASCAR driver, I think the odds of... There's like one guy who's done both. Who is that? Um, his name's Juan Pablo Montoya, I believe. Whoa. Oh, okay. He, he did both. NASCAR? Juan Pablo yeah. drove in NASCAR. Yeah. I think he just wanted to see how different it was. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so he went in that direction. I believe. Yeah, I think it started with Formula One. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah. So, so like got to the top and then... I see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but I, I assume that's similar to like the European soccer star. Like David Beckham going to play for in the MLS. Yeah. Oh, I see. Got it. Right? Got it. Where it's like you're at the end of your career, but there's a chance for you to... 
you know, stay stay yeah. in the spotlight, but, get some exposure, make some money. But NASCAR is huge, right? In I assume, right, in the United States, it's it's a big deal. It's a pretty like, big it's not deal. Like yeah, it's, yeah. It's not like a. I don't actually. I can't even compare. Is there a comparison? But, it, but it's make? but it's it's almost the equivalent of not almost, but analogous to like the Champions League. I, I don't know football at all. Yes. Okay. But the Champions League versus like the MLS. It, so it is. So there is is a step up in like quality then, because I I oh, thought yeah. NASCAR is like because let's be fair, MLS is not that popular in the United States as say the Premier League or the Champions League is in Europe. But I feel like F one is very popular internationally. But NASCAR is really popular in America. I I don't I don't Thoughts? know. I, <laughs> that's a lot of speculation. I don't know how popular it is. Yeah, I don't outside think of like certain regions. Yeah. Are popular in NASCAR would go to F one. It would be the other way around. Interesting. Because I think F1 is like more particular in the driving style, I would assume. And even just like the way they handle the car. And they're not going in circles. Right. There's there's but, right turns. What is a track <laughs> but just a large squiggly circle? Yeah, I don't think there's anybody that's gone from like NASCAR to F1. But oh. F1 to something different, yes, as like a... You know, either like a little step back because from the sport yeah, yeah, or yeah. because they didn't have a spot that year. Okay. So the two people that you're the big fan of, Lando Calrissian, and Carlos. Carlos. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say from Star Wars. And Carlos. Carlos. Mm-hmm. Why did they split up? They, they were such oh, good butts. Well, it was during, you know, that's when all the contracts were up last year. And then people would start switching around. And then Ferrari offered Carlos a spot. And that was like one of his life dreams to be on that team. Uh, so he decided to leave. But Lando, I think he's more like loyal to McLaren in general, just because I think he like was sponsored by them or I was part of their yeah. le- like. He's also like their boy. Yeah, yeah, he's like their favorite. But anyways, uh. he so he stayed and I think we'll continue to. I think he signed a, a contract that's going to keep him there for a while. So that's why they split up. I see. Uh. Yeah. But they're still friends. Are they though? <laughs> they are. They waved each other on the track. It's very cute. Whoa! While they're racing? Um, after. Oh my God, Jason oh, okay. doesn't even wave at me during the interviews. <laughs> <laughs> just looks at me. I yeah. try not to look at you. Yeah, as much it's as like I can. very offensive. <laughs> it's very sweet. Oh, like, that's not. Yeah. That is not their friendship's very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's the cool. drivers. You know, when I first got into it, I thought that maybe like if you were on a different team, you wouldn't be friends with them or something. It was like that kind of drama. Yeah. But it's not because. The drivers are kind of repping themselves. I see. They just they can go anywhere. Exactly. You know? And so while they're on a team, yes, they're repping their team. So the team but doesn't matter so it's much. not yeah. like, oh, because I'm on this team, like I'm not gonna like the person on this other team. Oh. You know, because they could be there next year. That yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so there aren't like rivalries between the teams, like in other sports. Uh, there are rivalries, but not from the in drivers. that way, like yeah, it's it's like the drivers. The drivers don't embody the rivalries. It's more like the companies, the engineers. Mm. <laughs> I mean, the, the no. engineers are just like <laughs> quick, quick, quick. Switch out their protractor, quick, 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 quick. No, sometimes the drivers will have rivalries with but, other drivers, but it's not necessarily dependent on the teams. Yeah, I see. I see. It's just yeah. like personalities more yeah. driven, or than like them. if they're the two best, but they're on different teams. Then yeah, they, yeah, yeah. There's obviously then, then a there's natural a rivalry. rivalry that is created, and there's like rivalries within a team. Like uh-huh. if they don't get along oh, or something like that. Oh, wow. Right? But they're supposed to work as a team because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're a constructors yeah. championship. So they have mm. to work together to mm. get the most points. So sometimes during a race, they have a team strategy where like they will help each other or the, at least the team 
wants them to work yeah, together. Yeah. But right. if they're not friendly with one another, they might not like that. Yeah. You know, and wow. so it could like fuel their wow. hatred for each other. That's kind of cool. There's a lot of like B and C storylines that are like evolving mm. from this just race. I like it because it sounds like the drivers have a lot more like autonomy and control. Whereas yeah. like in other sports, like players can get traded and there's, there's make like free agency decisions or whatever. Right. And, and people fans hold them accountable for their decisions, right. and th- whether or not they're loyal to their hometown or, you know, yeah. the team or, but yeah. those are just like all big corporate entities. Whereas here, like the drivers can just like do what they want. Yeah, that's oh, they true. They have to take some responsibility for the team that they're on, but like overall, I would say they're yeah, they're pretty like autonomous. Would yeah. you agree, Scott? Yeah, well, I mean, drivers can't get traded. I don't think the only time that's ever like come close is even within Formula One teams. So like Red Bull has a junior team called AlphaTauri. So they're both F1 teams. But the Alphatari car is just not as fast. Uh-huh. Um, they have swapped those drivers before. I but see. I think because they're they're all under contract by Red Bull, so they so they can swap. So but yeah, but like, that, yeah. there's no like, hey, I'm going to trade Lewis Hamilton for for Carlos Sainz, and yeah. and, and that the drivers have no say in it, right? Yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah. that doesn't happen. I yeah. see. Scott, question for you. So Janice getting into F1 in the last, let's call it, year, year and a half. I've heard other stories from other friends similar to Janice where this Netflix docu-series kind of this thing is really interest. But Scott, it sounds like you've been a fan for like five to seven years. Has this kind of new wave of interest in F1 affected how you perceive F1 at all? Or are you kind of seen as like the cool guy who... You were there uh, first. There, like, oh, I heard of the Beatles before they were the Beatles kind of yeah. thing. Or is it like, are you just like happy that there are more fans? No, it's the... it's nice that there's more fans. Because you it's talk like, about it? I remember when I found out you and Emily's song were friends. I was like, I was very shocked. I was right. like, I thought they were joking. You were moved. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I, and I think <laughs> I found out because I sent some like random YouTube video that happened to have Lando Norris in it. And I said, you guys should play this. And then, oh, okay. and then Emily and Jan started talking about Lando Norris like in that text thread, and I was like, I I thought they were just like joking, or I didn't realize that they actually started following and were really into F one now. And I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, interesting, cool. Um, but no, I don't feel cool in any way for being there first. <laughs> Scott, you should feel cool. Wow, every I mean, day. <laughs> I will feel cool if my son gets into F one, like. As a driver. As a driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that is something that you've talked about before. Like, that's an aspiration of Scott's. Oh, okay. Well, it's an aspiration of Stefan's. Oh, okay. And it's a shared thing. And I will support that. What are you doing to facilitate this Um, achievement? We got him a go-kart. Great. And once COVID and vaccines and everything is, mm-hmm. you know, it's readily available, I'm going to start signing him up for like go-karting leagues and stuff. Whoa. Wow. There yeah. are go-karting leagues? Yeah. Like, is there feeders to F1? Go-karting is typically how people start. Is that really? Yeah. Because go-kart, go-karts are open wheel, open cockpit. Yeah. And they're also very, they're difficult to drive. Oh. Well, like, yeah, like, like quickly. And then, and it teaches you all the, I, I think, I don't know, like I'm not an F1 driver, right? But it teaches you a lot of the basics, I believe. Yeah. Are you too um, old, young to be an F1 driver? Could you like pivot if you really wanted to, uh, to get out of tech and just go straight there? Sure. <laughs> if, if my performance in the F1 video game is any indicator. Yeah. I am. <laughs> I think it is. I, I am definitely is. too old. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That, that went very differently than what I was thinking. We also Janice. didn't talk about it, but you have to be in like peak physical condition to be a driver. 
What does that mean? Oh, really? What does that even mean? So, are you Scott okay, can do Scott. a Murph. Scott looks, you know, Scott's been looking pretty good these days, but I don't know if it's like F1 worthy. <laughs> I see. They what? do a lot of like neck exercises. What? Their necks are super thick. If you look at pictures of them, they have these thick ass necks. Can someone explain <laughs> to me what because a neck exercise is? Like just Think of like a resistance band around your head oh, and okay. you're like pushing off of, you know, and you're like lifting weights like basically off of that. And why? Because when you're driving at those speeds, I guess you can like handle up to, For whiplash, you know, I guess. Well, they're going at break something. neck speeds. Yeah. So it makes sense wow. that their necks right. should not be weak enough to break. Right. And also exactly. I was watching something that they were saying, you know, your center of gravity like on a driver needs to be more near the top as opposed to like on your legs. Huh? So you can't be like bottom oh, heavy. Really? Is it because you, you have to be like lean? We also can't be heavy because you want your car to be as light as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like jockeys. Yeah. So they actually do weigh-ins before and after. Why? Before because they lose weight because it's such a task to like be in the sure, car for yeah. that long Interesting. so they like sweat a lot and lose a lot of so they'll lose like pounds of weight right and so wow. they just want to make sure that there's no cheating going on they also weigh the cars to make sure that it matches up with like the amount of gas that they had so that there's no cheating what's the che- yeah. wait how would you how, cheat yeah, oh because you, you might siphon off some weight to but why does that matter right like it... yeah because there, there's there's regulate <laughs> <laughs> there's there's regulations of all the stuff like minimum amount of fuel you can have max amount of fuel you can oh, have. Oh, interesting. Did yeah. not know that. Yeah, yeah. There's okay. there's there's when we're talking about like complication and rules of per race. It actually is extremely complicated. Yeah, Jason, it's really but, complicated. <laughs> but as a unless something unless someone breaks a rule, like no one really hears about right. them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, not. anyways, if you want to work out like a monster, yeah, then you can be an F one. Okay. Can, so, can you tell me what workouts I need to do to become an F one? Because I think I am still. Of age. They also do a lot of workouts where they have to oh, have really good um, reaction time. Oh, okay. So there's like they, different drivers have different, you know, exercises that they do. They have to practice that. Yeah. And then, of course, that's something that maybe slows down with age. Oh, and oh, so, oh wow. Okay. So it, side question. Uh, is there a following of folks who like the racers because they aren't too bad on the eyeballs, if you know what I mean? Yes, of course. Is that one of the Wait, reasons? are all the drivers good looking? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> is, is How that, can they be? <laughs> is that but is that why you like Lando? No, it's not. Okay. Lando is like he was like nineteen. <laughs> so that's everyone looks like super into no. Zach Efron, and I'm like divide he's by like two four. plus seven. Lando looks like he's basically like Tom Holland of F1. Tom, okay. Tom Holland's fit. Okay, yeah, yeah he's Tom fit, Holland but he could looks, be he's like a little driver? kid. Uh, probably not. Okay. <laughs> Spider-Man could. Yeah. That's right. Spider-Man what, could. So what kind of exercises? Because I'm now interested. <laughs> like neck and that's all. I'm sure you need like pretty strong arms because you got to crank that Yeah, do you have wheel? to muscle yeah. the wheel or is it actually like really, really yeah, easy? They, yeah, I think it's really difficult to turn the wheel. Like hundreds of miles an hour. I'm yeah. sure it's super hard to turn. You wow. do like a lot of ab workout. Ugh. Like just That's think. so interesting to be both light but also like very strong, I guess. I mean... Very little. Scott F- immediately well, grab well, for the mic. Well, yeah. Immediately grab for the mic. It's being strong in certain. It's like you know, like a tennis player. You look yeah. at them; they don't look like buff or anything. They're uh, just. That's not true. Well, Nadal looks jacked. Okay, sure, he's but an like, ex- he is an exception. He's an exception. Like, he's known right? for that. Yeah. Um. But like in a lot of ways, that actually kind of the bulk slows you down. Right? Okay. Yeah. And I think F one similar. Like their core is super strong because they have to withstand all the the cornering forces. Mm. They do like you. You see these videos of them like. There's these machines that 
put in weight. It's a steering wheel, and they're, and they're just trying to turn it as hard as they possibly Whoa. can. Wow. That's what's surprising. That's really is, targeted practice what, where it's like, yeah. Well, I was going to say, because I remember, because Scott was like, the, these are like athletes. And I was thinking, really? Because they're just like driving a car. But then as you think about it, it's like, yeah, you're trying to move this thing. When you take so it quickly. to an extreme, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking, yeah, very... I'm sure they just do it. I'm sure working out is a very common part of their yeah. practice. They're also driving. sitting a foot away from this high performance engine, putting yeah. out a ridiculous amount of heat Ugh. throughout the entire race. And oh. you can't like get up to take a break, right? Right. Because you're in it the entire time. Oh. So you also lose a ton so of weight. So it's like sweat. an yeah. endurance sport as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. People have oh, wow. died doing F1? Yes, but not not from a exhaustion standpoint. No, no, no. I meant like if you get an act, because to your yes. point, if you are literally like a foot away from a very hot, very high performance engine, I'm assuming that if you get knocked off or something happens, like there's probably not a ton of safety in the car. Because it's all for speed. There's a lot of safety tech built into it, but at 200 miles an hour, right. if you go into a wall, there's not a whole lot I that see. can be done. Man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a dangerous sport too. GMS yeah. is that death-defying aspect of it. Also adds some excitement. Good. <laughs> um, I hope nobody dies. No, of course not. I'm just um, saying, but, but it's like you know, paragliding or para hockey. Right. There's a little element of. Ooh, this is kind of exciting because of how dangerous it is. I think it's more commendable that they're doing something that can take their life. Like it's it's like their job and yeah, they're yeah. like taking this risk all the time. And even just last year at the end of the last season, somebody like's car basically blew up and like was split in half and like he, you know, walked away with just like some burns and wow. things like that. So I mean, there's like a lot of safety built into the cars. I know like oh, that's okay. more recent because there have been deaths in the past. Right. But yeah, I guess it seems safer now yeah. if you were to get into an accident. I just imagine yeah. it's hard because there is that tension, right? You want to make it safe, obviously. Right. But you also, it's you're trying to build the fastest car it can be. And how much, you can't be the fastest car when you have an airbag Air in it, right? <laughs> right. Like, so I, I yeah. assume that that's like a fine balance, but that's, yeah. that's, what's, that's also interesting just about any car driving is I'm like, dude, like I'm going 100... 50 miles yeah an hour. i mean just think about like car crashes you see on like a the highway road, and those are enclosed cars and these yeah. are open air like this season there was an a crash where like max's car like the wheel like grazed the helmet of lewis hamilton like in the slow-mo you can see hamilton like shrinking down into his cockpit to avoid getting basically like his neck snapped because oh he knew it was coming the wheel was coming or i don't think so i think it was just he like, knew there was a uh, was some just, sort of crash and you got it everyone's oh, got a duck wow yeah. i'm like wow i'm in i think i'm in i think <laughs> very exciting i think i'm i think i'm I, i'm an f1 fan now and my team is <laughs> what was it that got you uh all of it <laughs> 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 okay no it's it's, it's uh, i mean again i think it's driving and i drive so i was thinking oh yeah it's, i'm not doing neck exercises but as it does it is a sport it's oh, basically i see i see what there's like uh there is a it's the workout component there is yes it's the workout yeah. component kelsey's like it's oh they're like, ripped yeah i'm in i'm in yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get it. it. Well, it's just that it, like the way you guys are describing it, it's like peak performance and like, you know, it's, just, it's like a, it's a very, it sounds like a very grueling. Yeah. Sport. And they're doing it like eight months out of the year. Oh my. And that's crazy yeah. too. Yeah. Wait. Even, so, so yeah. Kelsey asked us earlier, like what is the career lifespan for 
these athletes? I think they typically start in their 20s. And then I think like Kimmy, who's retiring this year, he's like 41 or something. Oh, wow. So it's it's quite long. I am under 40. I could do it. Yeah, you didn't start at like 20. Well, actually, these these folks started as like children, right? Yes, they started as children. That's great. This is, I'm a fan now. This is very interesting. I think it's more interesting than you might think that it is. For sure. I didn't know anything about it. What's nice is I actually got it from both sides because you gave like the storyline narratives, but even the one Scott was describing, like the expensive and the, the high precision components that go into it, it's just like this has everything that anyone would ever want in a sport, period. <laughs> it has all the aspects of it has everything yeah. it has on all it has Kelsey all really went from zero to a hundred <laughs> yeah very quickly I'm in it um just a thought here so there's only 20 athletes and there's so much money involved in the sport so these athletes are all very wealthy right because uh, they're taking mm, like such risk also on top of all that like I don't I mean I think like Lewis Hamilton is making a lot of money because it's con- he's you know a seven-time world champion so okay. his contract is so they're not all getting paid the same. Basically. So Lewis Hamilton is like what, like the Michael Jordan in the sport, like the yeah, is that, he's the oh, star. Okay, okay got like it. you are the star in choir. Just like oh, so he's the me. <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah, now, so he. By the way, now Jason's super into the sport because he's like he's the oh, me. So there's someone like me in yeah. the sport. Huh. But the contracts are like can be you know anywhere from just like a million for a year to like 40 just you know a million? Like, what yeah a it's million a, yeah it's a huge range and then of course like the um, team that you're you're signing with if it's a team that has a lot of money like ferrari or red bull and, yeah you know they have a lot of money to give you to pay their drivers uh-huh. but if you're on maybe someone you know at the bottom of the field yeah they don't have as much to give to their drivers you know wow. what I mean? So, I'm sorry, yeah, but that's, that's are we all arguing that one million dollars is not enough? Or yeah, considering the type of risk they're doing, like in the NBA, there's like what 400 athletes, mm-hmm. and you could make a million dollars, like yeah, relatively easily. And I've, there's and there's I don't know what the average is, but there's tons of athletes that are making five to ten million a year on these like yeah. five year contracts, right? Um, I was thinking of like relative all careers because there's like oil rig people who make you know fifty thousand dollars a year. Who have, probably have more risk, but I'm just like a million dollars. It's not bad. Yeah. Well, I think it's just like yeah. thinking, yeah, like how Jason was saying, like, you know, that F1, there's a lot of money in F1. There's like a wider range of Right. Of, it's just like the most expensive sport ever. Yeah, exactly. But so that's why I was drivers, assuming. Yeah. You would think, yeah, you would think they would be making a lot more, but yeah. in reality, that's not always the case, depending mm-hmm. on, you know, that's how so, new you are to the sport, like how good of a driver you are I and see. what team you're on. Are the drivers organized like is that no they're not part of it no part of the problem all, i no, see they're all t- like okay. by themselves because i'm 20. thinking because i'm thinking about like other premier sports in terms of money is like golf or tennis and all those athletes are paid i mean a lot of them are, they're paid based on their earnings from winning but those pots are very large so they end up making like way more than a million a year or like a bunch of athletes yeah. will average more than that. But the right, other thing yeah. too, though, is I also think because because actually the way you described it too is like marathon runners, because I think we're thinking of premier sports. Yeah. But there's also like marathon runners are high endurance, but they don't get paid squat. Yeah. It's, there's there's no money in the sport. So there's no like expectation. I, I think for, that's for the, for the athletes to make that money. That's yeah. the disconnect, I think, because it sounds yeah. like F1 has a ton of money, yet they're able to get away with only paying their drivers a yeah. million dollars. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if actually some of the engineers or whatever are making that much money. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's like the team principal who's like the head of the team. Yeah. 
like I think Total Wolf makes quite a lot of money too. Who's mm-hmm. the, he's the head of Mercedes. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm I'm guessing most of them make quite a lot of money too. But yeah, yeah I, I think the, the drivers they could die. I don't think a marathoner is like putting on taking on that much risk. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I think, but I think there are a lot of cases yeah. where there probably there probably are teams where the drivers aren't the highest paid employees, right on wow. on the team. You know what it sounds like is actually I made this joke earlier, but it does sound like um like a jockey and a horse. Like the stable probably gets because they invest mm, so much money. Yeah, like yeah. They, they need a obviously a jockey that's able Good. to win races and yeah. stuff. But yeah. you don't hear of like man that jockey just took home yeah 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 know, 30 million dollars because it's the stable that like is investing in the horse it needs to be obviously really good and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. yeah so it does seem like a little bit the dry the excuse me the jockey and the driver are probably an important part but not the biggest investment yeah 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 that makes sense hmm well lots to chew on a lot of yeah. great questions about supply demand economics <laughs> everything that everyone loves about sports is does does stefan think about that at all like maybe you know if he committed his life to playing basketball or baseball even like that might be you know a better outcome does he think about the money side of things yeah sorry are you saying that his, <laughs> are you saying that stefan's fallback plan from f1 should be nba <laughs> No, I'm just saying it, he's at that point now where he needs to make a decision on what he wants to commit his life to. Is it is it going to be baseball? Is it going to be F1? He, like he wants to drive fast. He just wants to drive fast, man. <laughs> that is that's and that's with, great. And with that, <laughs> can I ask you guys a question? Oh, yes, love, please. I'd love for you to ask us a question. Are you going to watch the docu series now? No. Kinda, no. <laughs> kind of no. I mean. <laughs> I, I'd be interested. I think if I have, if my Netflix queue is 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 running a little bit low, I, I would consider it because I have been watching. It's a good docu series, even, like even if you end up not really following okay. F one afterwards. They do a great job in just. It's just a good docu series in general, the way it's yeah. filmed, and it's a good story that they create. Oh, out okay. Of it. I've heard, I, yeah, I've heard lots of good things about it. I just feel yeah, like, yeah, but we're not, we're we're not like. <laughs> Kelsey's so stressed out. I think um, I I am moderately more interested in watching. Okay, I'm glad. Which was originally zero, right? So that's a good step up, I would say. I think this is funny because I literally just watched again the proposal, which is just (laughs) dumb. But I'm like so hesitant. So hesitant to watch this. But that's also that's kind of how the, I felt in the beginning too, where I was like, I don't know. Is this really watch what I'm going to be watching? Like, yeah, I'm not yeah. really interested. By, by what episode? And now are, look at me. By what episode are you like? <laughs> oh, I'm I'm in. Well, I'm a binge watcher, so it. it's hard to, you know, it's hard to walk away. <laughs> so <laughs> the episodes all blend together. Yeah, yeah. But I think yeah, I just think it's a good show. Just Great. you should check it out. All right, glowing yeah. endorsement. Not just us, but like anybody listening. You know. Yeah, you should. Yeah. I mean, Kelsey, I know that your dad listens to the podcast and yeah. he's actually watched and like learned yeah, yeah. about some stuff through listening to it. So yes. maybe your dad's going to be the one. You. He, he does enjoy himself a nice documentary. So uh, this, you might be triggering a, a lifelong passion. Yeah. And also now. if you like accents. I I mean, who doesn't like love accents? accents? There's like basically no Americans in the show. So Ooh. all accents of awesome. all European countries. Because there's no American and drivers. Australians. There's uh, no American drivers. There's Canadians. There's Canadians, and also um, one of the team principals is American. Oh, oh I see. Got it. Oh, that's interesting. But there's a full there's a full cast. Not yet. Not yet. In Not... 14 years. Yes. Scott's Stephen. son, the well, next Lewis Hamilton. 
That would be awesome. That'd be great. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that because I would love to go to some of these exotic destinations. Name one of those exotic places. Monte Carlo. That is correct. Is that a place? (laughs) Wow. I'm pretty sure that was from Cars 2. I am also pretty sure that he was thinking it was a watch. Yeah. A type of watch. Well, I learned so much. I went from literally zero, and I am basically an expert now. You're basically an expert who's mildly interested in I watching am, a documentary about all, the sport. Yeah, don't you dare put mild. <laughs> I said moderately. <laughs> I said moderately interested. Uh, but that was that was that was very comprehensive, and I actually did like that you you guys both took it from two very different spots, but we ended at the same place. A love for F1. Yeah, and we we learned so much from you. So now it's time. For your pop quiz. Ooh, pop quiz time. We're going to kick off with a game we call Top 5. Because there is two of you, you will just alternate back and forth. But or top you can five. you know talk amongst yourselves. No, like, come no, no, no. I don't want to give them choice. You want- <laughs> wow. I want to limit them. Wow. I want them not to talk amongst themselves. <laughs> uh, but for Top 5, what we'd ask you is give us your Top 5 tips for getting into F1 racing. Now, okay, I'm feeling a little bit generous as I said that. So if you would like to speak amongst yourselves to figure out what you guys want to say, okay. yeah. go ahead. Well, I think they tips yeah. to become a like to become a driver or no, to, to like get into it as a fan. Oh, okay. so we're like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Or like But also, but Scott, if you have like what you're planning on telling Stefan, I would love to know that too. So my my first one is don't let the first thing your first experience of F one be watching a race on TV. Uh, interesting okay okay because it's too confusing and it's it might it's not going to mean much to you you might I just see. be like oh look like that person's winning like and you don't you won't know anything else yeah 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 yeah, yeah. okay great cool that's a great knocking it off with one janice number two obviously you need to watch drive to survive drive to survive yeah okay <laughs> drive to survive gotta watch that <laughs> if you're really into um march madness and it's like the football the thing <laughs> fantasy football uh-huh. you can do um fantasy f1 as oh. well on their website i have friends oh interesting season. i have fr- that friends so have gotten super yeah. into that yeah so if you're into that part of sports you can do it for f1 it, also okay is is it is there that much variety from week to week it just sounds like lewis hamilton wins every time it's not always in the same order of the win of like who wins oh i see yeah so you'll pick like the order Kind of. Cool. Yeah. All right. Great. Drive to survive, too. Yeah. Scott. I don't even know if I have another one. Great. <laughs> right? Well, I guess number three was maybe participate in this like fantasy sure. sport. Yeah. Sure. Oh, actually, you know what? Number four is if you if you can find friends or coworkers or whoever who are also fans. Like, oh, or yeah. who, who are who are fans oh, of the sport, one. then it helps you get into it. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's how like Janice got into it through a friend. I yeah. think because there's not that many Americans yeah. that are super into it. Mm. So if when you find someone who is, it's like, oh my gosh, so rare. Yeah. Yeah. Talk yeah. About it. All right. And okay, Janice, last uh, one. Or you guys want to like uh, d- tag team this one? Have a four-year-old son who really wants to be an F1 driver. Great. Because then it will force you into the sport. Awesome. Oh, interesting. So do you think that your son's interest in it has made you like? Annie's starting to watch it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And that's because of Annie's, um, Annie's my wife. For people who Annie, don't know, yeah, Annie, <laughs> sorry, yes, Annie is Scott's wife. Um, so because of Stefan's passion, 
because she's, she's taking so she's starting to watch drive to survive because it gives i think it's in a way she can connect with stefan as well but she's liking it because of the reasons why janice likes it oh i see yeah yeah well, i could see also because the series just makes it really dramatic and stuff yeah. right yeah okay so the fifth tip is have a child <laughs> make sure the child is into f1 and then you'll be into f1 if the child is not into f1 i guess have another child yeah just keep going until if if they're not in f1 do control z to undo uh, okay good yeah, yeah. Keyboard, keyboard jokes keyboard <laughs> jokes <laughs> all right great that's Those a are, that's a good list that's yeah that's a solid list i liked it and um yeah so good work to you both our next activity is called either or all right so we're gonna go like one by one here and i'm gonna present you two options and you just have to pick one yes. all right so yeah okay janice is going first cherry or peach pie peach pie whoa that was fast that was fast wow i told i mean i told you she is serious about yeah serious about her pies all right scott burpees or box jumps burpees i knew it really <laughs> i told you beforehand he was definitely gonna pick bur- the dude the man loves burpees okay <laughs> wait, wait so a quick follow-up for scott 50 burpees every day or 100 burpees every other day 50 every day for- <laughs> guaranteed for sure for sure yeah no the no, man doesn't rest there was no time that elapsed between yeah, the, the man doesn't rest question. what's yeah. the box an thing box jumps you jump onto a box oh <laughs> does that not sound compelling to you i mean it makes sense yeah (laughs) you just jump on up up and i thought it was like you you make a shape with your body like a box in some way oh wow i have to say i couldn't imagine it box jumps as an exercise well named it's very, very. It's well very named. straightforward. Yeah, yeah. Except, I mean, it confused Janice for a second. But, <laughs> I mean, ninety-nine <yeah>. percent. <laughs> okay, um, Janice, Thor or Captain America? Mm, Thor. Okay. He has more personality. Ooh. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. How much of his personality is his brother? Huh? Oh. I mean, she's talking about the actual character, like you the, mean not Thor the actors, like... and um, Loki. Loki. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought yeah. you were talking about no, the Hemsworths. No, I think <laughs> no, no, Thor no. still has a really great personality. On his own? Yeah, like yeah. Captain America is really rigid. He's just like very boring. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's like just, it's yeah. like if you asked Superman versus Batman, Batman's got more like baggage. You he's know got an edge. Superman's yeah, he's got an edge. Like, My glasses make me look different. <laughs> exactly. All right, um, Scott, Federer or Nadal? Federer. Uh, that's the easy choice. Man, are, sorry, are these questions for you or for Scott? It's really for me. I mean, I I spent a lot of time with Scott, so I already know how he's going to answer all these. Um, but yeah, but why don't but, we do this? Actually, let me ask Scott the next couple questions, and I can see, and I'll have both of you answer. Oh for yeah, Scott. see if we yeah. answer the same. All right, I'll answer for Scott. Okay, let's try that. Um, Janice Hobbs or Shaw? <laughs> Shaw. Shaw. I know. Yeah. Which yeah. one's Shaw? It's yeah. Jason Statham. He's oh, Jason okay. Statham. I love him. He has an accent. Right. Oh yeah, he also has an accent. Yeah. Also a bonus. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You want to ask it then? Uh why don't you go ahead and ask this next one? Ask this next one. Stefan or Sebastian. <laughs> I can't answer that. <laughs> yeah, you can't don't, don't actually answer that. Sorry, so let, let me let me let me be Jason right now. I knew, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it, of course. I knew he wasn't going to answer that one. All right. I love you um, both. <laughs> let's give you a real one. AWS or Microsoft Azure? 
Wait, you can answer this for me. Yeah, you? he's going to pick AWS. All right. <laughs> Hand the mic to Janice. Wait. All right. Incisor or bicuspid? Um, a bicuspid. Why? Okay, why? What is a what is a bicuspid? I actually don't know. A bicuspid is a tooth that has two cusps. Oh. Premolar is the other name, which is not as Yeah. But it comes before molar in the mouth. So premolar. Right. Yeah. Oh. Because yeah. the front of your mouth is the beginning of the mouth and then yes. the back of the mouth is the yes. end of the mouth and anterior so and it comes posterior <laughs> is closer to the beginning of yes the... okay yes. interesting i did not know that yeah okay so you like the bicuspid because it's it's more girthier. shapely more shapely hey yeah that's the one thing say. tennis love it's shape yeah <laughs> all right tesla or ferrari hold on uh jason on three so both of you guys answer at the same time ready one two Three. Ferrari. Tesla. Oh, dang. <laughs> it's the one that I messed up And on. the friendship is <laughs> well, over. If I could only have one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I would choose a Ferrari. Oh, yeah. oh but, but, but your standard of it was different. Explain why you answered Tesla. Because um, it's something that Scott's going to purchase at some point <laughs> soon. <laughs> Scott, counterpoint. He assumes you're not going to buy a Ferrari in the future. What are your thoughts? Well... That's probably pretty accurate. Okay. <laughs> Friendship restored. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Um, and last one for Janice here. Ginger or gingivitis? <laughs> Obviously ginger. Obviously. Why would anyone prefer gingivitis? <laughs> no one would. Yeah, Aside but, from the fact that they sound similar. But wordplay, right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Um, I well, do actually have the last question for both of you. Jason or Kelsey? I'll give you three seconds. Oh, when I on three, I would like to hear your answer. Will you speak both speaking in the mic, please. One, two, three. Kelsey. Kelsey. Wow. Wow. Not only if you watch Drive to Survive and report back. Wow. I will take that caveated win. I, I will I, take that. But I've thought about this question. Oh! <laughs> oh no. Because I, I'm an avid listener. As a listener. Uh-huh. Of, oh. So is my son, Stefan. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. He will request it in the car. Mm-hmm. That's so sweet of Stefan. Kelsey's yes. got two young kids and is deprived of sleep and stuff. Oh. Just the fact that he's here. And I'm... Wow. I feel his pain. Scott. Oh, so Scott. level of respect. I think the kind... <laughs> I, t- I tip my hat, sir. I just want to say the unexpected answer. Jason, I actually really love you a lot. Okay. Aww. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Don't feel you. left out. Wow. Yeah. She, she loves I was you. I feeling a, quite hurt. She loves you a lot, just not as much as she loves me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just not as much as she loves me. When, when Stefan listens to the podcast and that question gets asked, does he always say my name? I don't think he knows what's going on. Okay, got it. <laughs> Way to try to put words in Stefan's mouth. <laughs> hey, when Stefan's listening, he likes me, right? <laughs> Right, I was, you know, yeah, you just know, curious. Great. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, you guys were, you guys were doing well with that last question. Nailed it. You nailed that last game. <laughs> Is that question going to get corrupted again? And that that file. Oh wow, <laughs> Scott, Scott really is a listener to the podcast. I really want to get Scott something for listening. That's <laughs> this is like deep, deep cuts. Dang, that was impressive, impressive, impressive. All right, well. We're going to play Factor Fiction F1 edition. And because we have both of you on, we can do a one versus one versus one. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, great. 
So what I'm because it'll do... be funny when I win. Ooh, <laughs> maybe that's why they picked me. Um, <laughs> what I'm gonna do is read a statement, and you have to tell me whether that statement is fact or fiction, and they are all related to F1. And whoever gets the most questions correct will be the winner. Statement number one. One F1 car has 80,000 components. All right. One, two, three. Fact. Okay. Janice says fact. Scott says fiction. fiction. Jason says fact. It is fact. Yeah. 80,000 components. That is crazy. That's a lot. Yeah. I think they count all the little keys and everything too. 80,000 of of anything is a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, even if they include all the, you don't know what they are. <laughs> washers. <laughs> oh, washers, I'm sure there's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure the there's lug, some washers. The lug yeah. nut. Yeah. Yeah. Love those. <laughs> Huge fan. Second statement: The first F1 race took place in 1943 through the Turin Grand Prix. Fact or fiction? One, two, three. Fiction. fiction. The answer is fiction. Yeah. The first F1 race took place in 1946 at the Turin Grand Prix. Not 1943, because in 1943, Europe was knee-deep in World War II. <laughs> you you yeah. just know your history. I was, I was going to see if I could trip you guys up, but clearly you paid attention to Miss Anzalone's class. Shout out Mr. Torrance. Yeah. There you go. All right. Statement three. The one in F1 refers to the first race that took place in 1946. One, two, three. Fiction. It is fiction. Nice. The one refers to first class, as in the highest classification of Formula Racing tournaments. In addition to F1, there is a Formula 2, uh, a Formula 3, and even a Formula 4. All right. I'm so locked in right now. Yeah, you're like vibing. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, statement four. An average F1 can accelerate from zero to 100 miles per hour and go Back to zero in four seconds. One, two, three. Fiction. Fact. Janice says fact. fact. Scott says fact. Jason says fiction. It is fact. Dang. That's insane, though. That's insane. Yeah. Four that's insane. That's why I said fiction. That's wild. That's, that's it's, why they need the neck exercises. That's, it sounds fake, but that's Wait, like crazy. you go to... Man. I'm, I'm thinking... Honestly, the coming back down yeah. was the part that I was yeah, like, yeah, there's no way you that's could do that. Yeah. That's the faster part, I think, coming back. Like, decelerating. It's easier, decelerating. To, easier to stop. Jeez. Well, okay. not normally, but for these cars. Oh, I see. Because they have to, like, when they're Interesting. approaching a corner. and They have to decelerate quickly to, so they can... Yeah. Oh, I see, yeah. I see. Wow. Next question, or statement, excuse me. Racers lose an average of two pints of sweat in a single match. On three. Match. One. Match. That's what it says online. Okay. <laughs> on three. One, two, three. Fact. Scott didn't say anything. I'm trying to think how big a pint is. Scott, <laughs> Scott may abstain, I, I think. I just watched a video on this. Sure, fact. The answer is fiction. Oh. It's more, right? It's F1 more. drivers lose an average of four kilograms or 8.8 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. pounds in a single match due to extreme heat of the car and the heat generated during... 8.8 pounds yeah. through sweat? I assume it's through sweat. Or, or, or someone cuts off an arm, perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, that is a lot. Yeah, these are fun facts, Jason. They're fun. I'm the having so much fun. fun. This is great. All right. All right. <laughs> Next statement. Pit stops can be completed in six seconds on average. Fact or fiction? 
Fiction. On three. Oh, sorry. One, two, three. Fiction. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. The answer is fiction. Scott is nailing this game right now. Two and a half. Pit stops can be completed in an average of three seconds. Well, I guess two and yeah. a half. They might be yeah. rounding to the nearest second. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But, but what's happening in a pit stop? They swap, they, all like, four swap tires. everything out, like the wheels, everything. They swap three all, seconds. All four tires. Yeah. Well, because they that, have a whole team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is that how does that compare to like NASCAR? It's much faster. Much faster, right? Well, because they because I've seen it. They in have NASCAR. like twenty people on the pit crew. Oh, uh, they're just allowed F1. more people. Yeah. So like one Got guy it. wheels the guns and one guy pulls the tire off. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I see. And like per tire and stuff like that. Oh, right. that's wild. Well, this is the last statement. Okay. Uh, I have not been keeping track. Because Janice is winning. Janice is winning. Janice is winning by one. Ooh. Scott and I are tied. Really? Okay, great. Yes. Thank you for keeping track because I am trying to read these questions I'm so dramatically. Last statement. In 1971, an F1 car was driven upside down during an experiment funded by NASA. On three. Scott, on three. One, two, three. Fiction. Really? I've never done it before. It is fiction. Yeah! This has never happened. I made that up. But experts claim that an F1 car can theoretically be driven upside down given the aerodynamic force of F1 cars and its high-quality components. Wow. Why? You can do it in a, in a simulator. See, no, but they need someone to act. They, they want someone to actually do it. Oh. The F1 people are really breaking it down right now. Yeah. <laughs> that that like, last one really stymied me. Right? Right? <laughs> But this is this is a three way tie. This is incredible. It was a three way tie. I just want to let the two very avid F one fans that someone who has spent zero time doing it. Yeah, let me guess let me, his way let me to ask a tie. you this: If I didn't say fiction so quickly on the pit stop one, what were you going to say? I would have said fiction. Okay. Ooh, yeah. He's only saying that now because like there's no I mean, like, revisionist history. <laughs> exactly. I would have gotten all of them right now. I, I would have obviously said fiction. <laughs> If I wasn't feeling so generous, I would have gotten all of them right. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, three-way tie. That's good. Good job. That was, that was fun. That Very was, good work. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Our final activity. Ooh. So this is called Won't You Haiku. How are we going to do this with four people? This is going to be great. So the two of you are going to work together and write the first line of this haiku. Ooh, nice. And then Kelsey will write the second line. I'll write the last line. Sweet. And we're going to write a haiku together about F1. So the two of you can like, you can talk to each other. I've, I've got, it's a, five, I've got a, five syllables. I've got a good one that I don't know how they would follow it up. Oh, pff. challenge. Challenge accepted. Thank sure. You. Whatever. No. <laughs> Hit me with your best shot. Lewis versus Max. Lewis versus oh, yeah. Max. Wow. Is a thrilling match of wits. Wits. <laughs> Why can't you speed? Because oh, you clearly <laughs> don't know. You clearly don't know Louise and Maximal, like I know them. I prefer Lando. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> nice. Nice. You know what? I was gonna say if I could do that last line, following up mine. And speed and fun times. Oh, I see. I see. Make a list out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Janice of could probably wits, get on my back about not saying speed, speed earlier. Of wits, speed. Like, yeah, I see. I see. Yeah. But that was I, good. I was, I was planning. I was pre-planning my last line. I was just going to say Lewis Hamilton. But then, you you know, you didn't set me up for that. 
Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were. <laughs> I didn't read your eyebrow Morse code like we are normally trying to, Yeah, I was trying to hey, send you the signals. What do you think <laughs> is the best part of this episode? So, nice haiku. A great haiku. Right? Guys, can I say something? Great haiku. Clearly, I learned something. I learned about this dude named Lando. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that when he's not flying the Millennium Falcon, he is going around in circles. Yeah. I learned a lot today. I really did. I feel much more imbued with knowledge. Okay, you want to go in more no, into that's that? No, like, I think I'm is... pretty much... Uh, no, I, I, I will say that F1 is a sport. And that is meaningful for me because I just... Again, I just think it's just driving in like a circle and I just... I like, didn't understand my you, friends. You came in... I may be similar to me where it's like racing is like not really yeah. on par with like other more physical seeming sports. Correct. Right? Yeah, okay. I will. Yeah. And I will plead 100% ignorance because I do not watch racing at all in any way, mm-hmm. shape or form. But I think uh, Janice and Scott did a very good job of summarizing what it is and actually explaining why it's very interesting. And I am moderately interested now. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Jason? Well, I learned a lot as well, despite being friends with these two, and they they talk about F1 inevitably um, quite often. Mm -hmm. I've only picked up like bits and pieces. Mm -hmm. So it was nice to hear about the sport more like completely. Yeah. Yeah. I think learning about more of the technical stuff, learning about like how the sport is organized and yeah, how the athletes are paid, all that stuff I thought was quite interesting. Um, And it was cool. And you mentioned this a few times, but it's cool that like janice's perspective and her interest in it is different than scott's and that the sport you know allows for that right yeah like you can you can come to it from from any different angle yeah yeah. um well said yeah so final final thoughts any thoughts from you two like did you look did you guys learn anything from this conversation from me specifically (laughs) (laughs) no just just in general did you guys learn anything from this or any any takeaways don't both fight for the mic. I can yeah. actually narrate this. This is great. So they're both staring at each other. No? Nothing? Great. Well, hey, guys, that was great. That was lovely. I, I, that was compelling This is, this, this and rich. is the first time where we've, we've provided the guest with nothing. nothing. We have just taken. Nothing. I took everything. We've just taken. And I gave them yeah. nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I know something. Oh, great. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good. The pair hawking. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I've actually seen a video where, um, like, this guy, it's not with hawks. I think it was, like, geese or something. Uh-huh. But it was similar where he was, like, paragliding next to them. Mm. And they're, like, his friends. Like, he reaches out yeah, yeah. and touches them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that it had, like, a name. I thought it was just, like, it's called... this, this particular guy was just, like, really into, like, hanging out with his birds. <laughs> cool. I didn't know cool, it was, cool, like, cool. a whole, you know, like, parahawking is a Yeah, it's a, a thing. It's actually different. It's paragiesing, but... Right. It's called. I mean, it's, it's very yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like F one and NASCAR. They're very different sports. <laughs> but it sounds really cool. I mean, I would love to do something like that just for fun, not for the the anamorphs thing. That Sorry, you're talking you don't. <laughs> so, so, so really quick, Janice, you don't even want to go paragliding first. You want to go straight to para hawking. Yeah, yeah. She wants to go straight to para hawking, and she doesn't care for anamorphs. Got it. Cool. Yeah. Scott, anything? Uh, I've learned that Jason has a very specific memory. Nice. Good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I generally have a pretty poor memory, but there's few things that really stick out. And Animorphs yeah. is where you put your chips? <laughs> no, I think really? Scott was referring to... No, that's what I was referring to. You were referring to Animorphs? Yeah. Okay. What else was he referring to? I don't know. I thought it was the childhood memory of 
No, it was Animorphs. I'm pretty sure it was Animorphs. I think we're actually this side of the table. We're all in agreement. The fact you know this much about Animorphs is disturbing. Again, I prefaced that by saying I was going to cut it, but now it's even harder to cut. (laughs) So thank you all for this. By the way, I did not kick that off. Normally I do. Thank you both. Thank you both. Um... Well, yeah, thank you so much for being here, for taking the time. Thank you, Scott, for helping um, convince Janice to do this. Um, this is a dream come true for me. And <laughs> I would really like, I would like to have you, I like the, the do, like you guys just tag team this topic so well. Is there other topics you would want to come back and discuss? Great. Okay. <laughs> A lot of great I think the Venn books. diagram of their interests, like this is the one thing that sits in the I, middle, which I, is cool. Yeah. I just assume that they are I'm just all into the same things. Guessing yeah. Annie could do one with Janice, and that might be entertaining. There you go. Okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Janice, you've been signed up for another one. Great. Awesome. Scott basically Scott's like, I will not do this again. Correct. But Janice will. Yes. Yeah. But that's the smart play, right? Yeah, yeah. Janice is super interested in doing this again. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for being here and most more than that, right? Thank you for being a friend, um, for all these years and want to thank all of our listeners, uh, for listening. Really do appreciate that. Uh, wish everybody a great week. Yeah. Everyone have a great week. Stefan, Sebastian, what's up? Thanks for tuning in guys. For sure. And have a great week y'all. Bye. Bye. This has been Jason and Kelsey have friends. Executive produced by Dora. Talent managed by Kelly. Design and artwork by Hobby at madebyhobby.com. Theme song by Jason. Questions? Comments? Send us an email at jasonandkelsey at gmail.com or visit us at jasonandkelsey.com. If you haven't already, please rate and subscribe everywhere. Multiple times. 